Hey, what's up, y'all? My name is Rochelle Grow, and I'm the host of Allergic to Small Talk. I'm an expat living in the UK. I own two businesses, have my executive MBA from Pepperdine University, and I come riding dirty, having fallen from the polished corporate world. Allergic to Small Talk is a show about how to grow your small business through networking, plus the tools and resources needed to develop your foundation as a business owner. If you're allergic to small talk, get ready for big conversations that are delivered to you in bite-sized chunks that you can implement right away to transform the way you view, operate, and grow your business. This is Allergic to Small Talk by Cut Class. Marketing your small business could be a never-ending battle. From creating content, to designing, to social posts, to newsletters, to podcasts, and everything in between. It can get really daunting keeping everything in order and consistent. But there are some tools you can use to make your life a whole lot easier. Welcome back to Allergic to Small Talk. You can catch me here every week, or you can say what's up to me on Insta at It's Row Grow. Let's get into it. Today, we're going to focus on the tools that you can use to keep your marketing task organized and consistent. And to help shed light on this topic, I have a dope guest for you today. Her name is Ivana, and she currently works at Canada's fastest growing Shopify Plus partner agency, where she oversees online sales and marketing strategy for mid to enterprise level merchants. In her previous life, she oversaw the launch of Merchant Mastery an online incubator and coaching program for early-stage Shopify merchants, where she was also an elite instructor and coach specializing in email, SMS, and influencer marketing. There are so many directions we can take our conversation today because, well, Ivana has a wealth of knowledge in the world of marketing and Shopify. However, for our conversation today, I'd love to focus on the tools that she uses to manage a heavy workload for multiple clients. If she can manage a ton of clients, her tips and tools will surely be able to help you manage your small business. I won't let you wait any longer. Ivana, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. That was uh, quite the intro. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, girl, I got to pump you up and get the listeners ready. (laughs) I need you as like my hype girl in my corner. Like that was awesome. So can you just give us a little bit of background on you and how did you get into the world of marketing? Yeah, so e-commerce marketing specifically, I honestly kind of fell into it. I didn't set out saying I'll work in e-commerce marketing one day. You know, if I go all the way back, like my background uh, is in political science and German language and literature. That's what I studied in university. And I did work for the government for a few years. I worked for an international organization in Germany. And then I just kind of realized that I didn't know if I saw myself doing that for, you know, 40 plus years. And I decided I put on the brakes and I actually kind of reevaluated what I wanted to do career wise and ended up going back to school. I studied PR for a year, got a PR diploma, and then through that really managed to sort of pivot into marketing by meeting my former boss through that program and got a job from there. And that was almost seven years ago now. So It's been quite the wild ride, but with e-commerce specifically, it just sort of happened. About six and a half years ago, we started getting more and more Shopify clients at the last agency I worked at. And 
you know, next thing you know, I've worked in an e-commerce and I'm glad that happened because I think it's a really exciting field to be in. It is so cool and it's so fascinating and so big and there's so many moving parts to kind of make that entire beast work and tick over every single day. As many of you know, our team at Cut Class is passionate about helping people transition from their nine to five to building a business that they love. Why? Well, I'm glad you asked. I remember climbing the corporate ladder, getting my executive MBA and making great money and driving a fancy car. But at the end of the day, I was frustrated and miserable because I was doing everything that I thought I was supposed to be doing to hit success. It wasn't until I completely unplugged from what the world always told me would make me happy that I was able to find my genius zone and turn it into a business. I now have the freedom around time and finances that I've always wanted. So if you're in a similar situation where you're in a nine to five that's frustrating and unfulfilling and you're thinking about starting a business so you can control your time and finances, then let's hop on a call and let's talk about creating your new future. A link to book a call will be in the show notes. So can you just share with us a little bit about what are key elements that kind of need to be in place for e-marketing to be happening, like for it to actually be successful? Like what are some of those key elements? There's a number of things that go into having a successful e-commerce store. And then that's a whole thing in and of itself. And then marketing is just a piece of that. So on the e-commerce storefront itself, like you need to decide, okay, do you have product market fit? Do people even want to buy what you have? You need to decide like what platform are you going to use? Obviously, I'm biased towards Shopify because that's <laughs> who I work with and I'm Canadian, so they're a Canadian company. But you have to sort out your suppliers. You have to figure out your packaging. You know, you have to make sure like you have your minimum viable product. That's a whole thing in and of itself. Right. Marketing is just a piece of the equation. So on the marketing side of it, if I were to break it down, you've got, you know, your website needs to be optimized for sales, of course. Like, do people land on your site and get confused and can't figure out how to check out? Email is a big part of it. Ads are a big part of it. Then within ads, you've got Facebook, you have Google, you have TikTok, Snapchat, like you name it, you can advertise on it, right? So that's a whole other thing. And then all your offer strategies. So how are you getting people to sign up to your email list? How are you actually getting people to convert and buy? There's all sorts of strategies just within the marketing side of it too. So I think it's definitely like, it is a beast, I agree. Um, <laughs> but the way I find that I'm able to kind of wrap my mind around it is I just break it off in small chunks at a time. Because if you look at the whole picture, it's very easy to get discouraged and just say, no thanks. But if you kind of bite it off with little bite-sized chunks, it's actually really, really manageable to like run an e-commerce business and to be able to scale it. Excellent. I'm hearing all of these bits, right? All of these different types, sections of a workflow, right? That need to happen. So there's that one domino that kind of falls that almost makes everything else after that kind of tick over. So what is it that you do in your everyday life when you're helping clients manage their processes for their storefronts or their marketing campaigns? How do you manage all of that? And what tips and tools can you provide for the listeners? Yeah, I mean, of course, project management is a huge part of it. 
a big part of what I do now is actual site builds on Shopify Plus stores and site builds are their own. I mean, we could talk about it for right. 10 podcasts, <laughs> but what I like to use in my day to day, just to like keep myself organized is some sort of like a project management software, whether that be like monday.com is a great one that I really like. If you want, like if people are looking for something that has a great free plan and you can, you know, upgrade from there, uh, Notion is a great one just to like help you plan campaign calendars, for example. I find like Notion is super, super useful for that. In terms of like, you know, tools like on the email side of it, I really like Klaviyo is what I use for e-commerce. In my opinion, there's nobody that compares to Klaviyo. And then of course, Shopify is what I use for um, like kind of my preferred platform, but in day-to-day too, like Airtable is another great one. Like, I mean, there's like an unlimited amount of these softwares. You just have to factor in cost because these right. things can add up very quickly. For example, if you have listeners that do like uh, screen recordings or something mm-hmm. like that, using something like Loom to record videos and tutorials and things like that, they have a free plan. A lot of these mm-hmm. softwares do, but If you want those extra perks, you have to add on to it. So I think from a business owner perspective, I even had to do that for just myself and with like freelancing and things like that is actually list out all these softwares and things that I need and how much all of them cost so that I can understand like, okay, what are my actual monthly costs here? Because (laughs) if you're not tracking it, your software costs can add up very, very quickly. And it's very easy to lose sight of that and lose track of that. But for graphic design, actually, another one that I forgot to mention, Canva is really great. So Canva is a free tool. Their free version is really good. And then if you want, you know, some of the added perks, you upgrade it and you pay for that. But there's so many of these free tools out there that even like the base package will help especially like early stage business owners get started with at least, you know, organizing themselves, project management and marketing, you know, their business. And then from there you can always upgrade. So those are just some of my immediate go-to tools. I love that. That's so cool. And I always like to highlight any processes or systems that can support small businesses, especially like first time small business owners, because oftentimes they might have left a really structured nine to five job where those processes and systems were already in place for them. Like they didn't have to think about that. They just got to show up. They got their email set up for them. Their IT system was all set. Their CRM was all set. And then when they take that leap to become that business owner, well, guess what? That business owner is now responsible for trying to figure out what processes and systems work best for them. Mm -hmm. So I really love what you shared there. A lot of them, actually, I didn't even know about myself. So that's really great. Excellent. So when you're managing like a giant, like something that's just like, let's say it's two or three months leading up to a launch, like how do you break down workflow and then support that with a system? Well, number one, I wish it was two or three months. <laughs> Sometimes the timelines are a lot shorter than that. But of course, on things like site builds, they also tend to be like a lot longer. But the big thing for me is like, I always have to break it down into manageable chunks for myself. Sure. And I have to understand, okay, number one, what are my deadlines? Like I usually like to start with a little bit of like, I mean, we call it a work back schedule, but really it's just dates and a calendar. So, you know, okay, by X date, I have to have this completed. And by X date, I have to have my next thing completed. And so for me, it's number one, setting those deadlines and working backward from, you know, when I want to launch whatever it is that I'm working on. 
just helps keep me on track. And then from there, it's, I have to break out, okay, what are the different components that I need? Like, you know, do I have to set up a website? Do I have to get some design, some assets? Like, do I need banners? Do I need uh, stuff for email? Do I need ads and things like that? And copy, like, do I need to write a bunch of website copy? Like there is so many sort of different things that go into it, but I always like to start with the big picture, pick my end date and then work backwards from there. That's how I find it's most manageable for me because otherwise like I live and die by my calendar. Honestly, if I didn't have that, I wouldn't be able to like bring any projects to fruition really. So I think that would be my biggest thing is like start with an end date in mind and then work backwards from there and set yourself deadlines and check-ins along every step of the way. And again, just break it off into bite-sized chunks because I think even as a business owner, when you're first launching, it can get very overwhelming when you realize all of the different things you need to do. Right. (laughs) So You know, and I'm not even touching like the accounting side of it. Like there's like all these different things. Right. And I think the other thing is like understanding when you need help. And that's what I find like when I'm looking at sort of the overall schedule, like what I need to accomplish. And I'm looking at like, okay, how much are all these things costing? And like at some point it actually will make you more efficient if you get assistance and you get help. You might initially view it as like an expenditure. And of course it is, but if that helps propel you forward faster and allows you to do more in the grand scheme of things, you're net positive. So yeah, I think that that was a big struggle for me is understanding and accepting help and saying, okay, you know what? I need help with this project. And whether it's bringing on another team member or hiring somebody externally, it was realizing when that point came. That's so smart. Yeah. And that could be like maybe a virtual assistant coming in to assist and like just kind of help bring a project forward or something like that. Exactly. Exactly. And virtual assistants, there's tons of websites where you can get them. <laughs> and, you know, you can get them for pretty cheap, but it is when you find a really good assistant, it's like a dime a dozen, like somebody that you can fully rely on, who will manage your calendar for you, who will make sure things are sent and received when they need to be. It will really help at least lift one burden off your shoulders, essentially, to know that you have that help. Because if you try to do it all, all the time, it's very easy to miss things and to sort of crumble under that pressure eventually, unless you're superhuman. Maybe some people can do that forever. I'm not one of them. Definitely not. (laughs) Definitely not me. Cool. Well, Ivana, I want to thank you so much for coming on the show today and sharing your tips and tools about a PM system and also just other apps that you also shared that will help support small business owners as they're going into their entrepreneurial journey. Before we go, is there anything else that you'd like to share with the audience? Yeah. I mean, I think I would just have to go back to my initial point of like, take things in small chunks as you go. Because if you try to just like bite off everything at once, you are probably going to get overwhelmed and you might miss some very important things. So don't get overwhelmed by the big picture. You'll get there. But as long as you keep kind of putting one foot in front of the other, you're going to accomplish everything that you need to accomplish in your business. So I think that that would probably be the biggest lesson that I've learned over the last little while. Excellent. And is there anything that you have going on that you'd like to share with the audience and where can we find you? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm happy to connect with any of your listeners. I'm on LinkedIn. If you just search Ivana Radojevic, there's not too many of us on there, so I'm (laughs) sure they'll find me. I am on Patreon as well. If any of your listeners are on Patreon, I'm on there as Ecom Ivana, so just E-C-O-M-I-V-A-N-A. Um, and of course, on Instagram as well, I'm just at IV.RA. So I'm happy to connect with your listeners on any of those platforms. Excellent. Thank you so much. Thank you. 
Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. Allergic to Small Talk is a production of Cut Class, a place where you can access me, Rochelle Grow, and Leslie Levito. We teach the world how to start and grow businesses without a formal classroom. Executively produced by me, Rochelle Grow, and Cut Class. Creative direction by Sho Kazanjian. Audio editor and producer, Tom McGeoch. And music is by Fami Kaira. If you'd like to access more free resources, check out our sister podcast, Out to Launch, hosted by Cut Class's co-founder, Leslie Levito. She teaches people how to ditch their nine to five to start their own business. See ya. See ya.